You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Day in Sports Betting for Thursday, April 14th. I'm your host, Doug Reed. You can find me, as always, on Twitter at Doug underscore Reed 34. Happy to hear any comments, thoughts, just send me a DM. Also, please go to your podcast provider, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts, and rate and review the show. Five-star rating would be greatly appreciated to expose it to new listeners and increase our viewership, listenership, if you will. Any thoughts and comments uh, would be appreciated if you could send them and post them to your podcast provider. Uh, As always, this is Sports Ethos presentation, and I want to highlight a couple of accounts on Twitter I think you should follow as the basketball playoffs were through the playing games and into the, well, not through the playoff playing games, sorry, two more tomorrow night, but then into the full playoffs, which also starts tomorrow night. I think you should follow our fantasy, Ethos Fantasy BK, BK for basketball. It's, yes, a fantasy basketball focus with that is now over. But we post these starting lineups, player movements, and I think it's a great resource. It is a great resource uh, for wagering as well. I use it all the time. We have constant updates through the, throughout the day. As starting lineups hit, you'll get all the starting lineups for every game. We also have for baseball, Ethos Fantasy BB. Same thing, updates throughout the day, various line movements, various lineup changes, and things that will be relevant uh, for fantasy baseball, for DFS, but also for wagering. So uh, check both of those accounts out. And finally, if you're into props, I recommend you check out our partner at Thrive Fantasy. Prop up with Thrive Fantasy on their mobile app or at thrivefantasy.com. When you sign up, use the code ETHOS, that's E-T-H-O-S, to get 100% deposit match bonus on your first deposit up to $100, plus either two or four free game tickets to play. Pick the player props and the biggest names every night. Score points when your props hit, and the players with the most points win a share of the nightly prize money. If you need more information on props, especially basketball, check out our Ethos DFS team. They have a regular podcast, or you can go to our sportsethos.com website. Check out some of our packages there to get access to our DFS group. You can also get access to myself and our wagering group and our wager pass. If you haven't already, check out our wager pass. It's 15 bucks a month. 
And for that price, basically 50 cents a day, you're going to get access to baseball coverage, basketball, NBA and college when it's on, uh, NFL and college football, hockey, tennis. Uh, you get a ton of, in, in, um, ton of plays every day. When I say a ton, you're going to get anywhere probably from seven, eight to, up to upwards of 20 from our various handicappers, quick, insightful, statistical-based research and insights on all those games and the angles that we're playing. So I go over a few every day here, but there's many, many more in our wager pass. So again, go to sportsethos.com and check that out. Quick recap of yesterday in Major League Baseball, I was 4-2, and two, so plus 3.7 units. That brings me to 20-22 and 22 on the season for my picks here on the show, plus 5.92 units. So quite happy with, with that. Uh, chugging along and in the black. Yes, a bit of a losing record, but in baseball, when you're doing what I do, which is oftentimes take plus number of money lines, uh, you don't have to necessarily hit that 52.4%, which I preached so often the show that you should be shooting for, and I am shooting for. But when you take the plus money lines, you can be a little less than that. So hoping to get over 52.4% as baseball goes along, but the whole goal is to stay in the black with your bankroll, and so far, so good in this very early stage as we are roughly a week into the Major League Baseball season. So let's get straight to the board on the diamond. There's 11 games today, uh, getting a little late start. So the first game was Oakland at Tampa. You had Cole Irvin going for Oakland, and you had Josh Fleming for the Rays. You could get Oakland at plus 180 and Tampa at minus 220, and I was so close to taking Oakland, and the game started this, this number got over two, over 200, got to plus 220, and I decided to stay away, and Oakland ended up scoring early and won 6-3. The total was 8, so they hit the over, and they would have cashed on the plus 180 money line, but hindsight is 20-20, as we know. Next game of the day sees Seattle at Chicago. You can get the Mariners. I got them at minus 105 on the money line. It was hovering around that uh, most of the day, and then Chicago minus 110. The total here was 9. For Seattle, you, had Logan, you have Logan Gilbert starting and Jimmy Jimmy Lambert or Lambert for the White Sox. Uh, I like Gilbert had a good had a rough start to his career last when he started the season last year, but then settled down had a good second half, uh, good first game. But don't really judge that. Uh, don't really look at that a whole lot. But I think he's a good pitcher. And the White Sox are resting Grandel, their catcher, and um, Jimenez is. Um, Injured himself yesterday, so he's out day-to-day. So missing those two guys, the bottom half of the lineup isn't as strong as it usually is. And I like the Mariners in this game. I also have a, a strikeout prop for Logan Gilbert over five and a half. I'm hoping he goes five or six innings. He's a strikeout per inning kind of guy, so if he can get to that five-plus innings, I'm hoping he can get to over five and a half strikeouts. Next game, we see the Cardinals travel to Milwaukee. You have Adam Wainwright on the hill for the Cards. You have Brandon Woodruff, two righties on the hill for Milwaukee. You can get the cards at plus 125, and you can get Milwaukee minus 145 in money line. Totals eight and a half. I'm actually on Wainwright and St. Louis. Uh, so I'm on the plus 125 money line. Woodruff is arguably one of the best pitchers in the National League, but I don't think, so if he's at the elite level, I think Wainwright lately, last year or so, has been at the very good. He's had a great career, really a resurgence late in his career. And the Milwaukee bats have just been cold. So, you know, straight up, Woodruff is a better pitcher than Wainwright, yes. But the Brewers' bats have been cold. Cardinals' bats have been decent. So I'm on the cards. they got a lot of really good hitters, veteran hitters. And I'm not talking about Albert Pujols. I still can't believe they have him on their lineup. It's a great story, great career. But I just think he's done. Although he did hit a home run in St. Louis the other day, which is pretty cool. 
But the Cards Bats are a little hotter right now and a good solid lineup of veterans there. So I'm on the Cards at plus 125 over the Brewers. Next game, we see Washington travel to Pittsburgh. You can get the Nats at plus 110. The Home Pirates at minus 130. Total here, 8.5. You have John Adon. Adon, I believe his name is. I'm not exactly sure. Or Juan um, Adon. For Washington and for Pittsburgh, you have JT Brubaker. Not a fan of either of these pitchers. Um, I actually would consider maybe the under here because I'm not a fan of either of these lineups either. So two very average pitchers. Yes, I guess to lean on Pittsburgh because they're the home team, so I'm not on this game either way. But the total 8.5, you can get the under juice to plus 110. I might look there. Uh, yeah, two bad pit- pitchers, but two pretty weak lineups as well. Next game, we see the Phillies travel to Miami. You can get Kurt, um, not Kurt Gibson, Kyle Gibson in the Phillies. Uh, righty versus Sandiel Alcantara and the Marlins. You can get Phillies at minus 105. You can get Miami at minus 115. So very close to a pick game here. Alcantara, I think, is the better pitcher. Gibson had a really good first game. And last year uh, was very Jekyll and Hyde. First half, he was great in Texas, and he got traded to Philly, and he was brutal. And I would actually lean to the Marlins here, even laying the one, minus 115. The total here is 7.5, so obviously they think it's going to be a bit of a pitcher's duel. The under is at plus 110, the over is minus 130. I would look to the over, but not at minus 130. If I could get that closer to minus 110, which I don't think I'm going to, I would look to the over in this game. I just think Gibson can give up a few runs. The problem is the offense in Miami. Are they going to be able to score? If Alcantara can hold uh, Philly down, I think they got a good chance to win. But that's a big if, so game's a stay away. Next game, sees the Blue Jays in New York to face the Yankees once again. You get Kevin Gossman on the hill for the Jays. The righty is plus 115 on the money line. And Luis Severino for the Yankees. The righty there is minus 135, total 8.5. I'm actually on this game. I'm going to stick with the Jays at plus money, so I'm going to take Toronto. I actually got them at plus 116 on FanDuel earlier today. So I'm going to take the Jays to plus money. Severino is not back yet. Uh, he had his Tommy John surgery, missed almost all of last year, and then came back, Has did not look good at the end, and then has not looked good so far. I know it's one game in some spring training, which you don't put a lot of stock in. But I don't see him going more than three, three-plus innings. Uh, I think they're going to take care of him, his arm, and he just hasn't pitching, been pitching that well. Uh, Gosman had a great year to start in San Fran. Uh, slowed down a little at the end and then signed the big free agent contract. It looked pretty average in his first outing there in Toronto. However, like Barrios yesterday, does he bounce back against New York is a tough thing to do. But I think when you're getting the Jays, I said this before, you're getting the Jays at plus 115. Um, that's what I'm looking at. It's not even so much the pitching lineup. I, I, again, I don't think Severino goes long, so they get to the bullpen, which hasn't been great this year for the Yankees, but it's solid. Uh, but I just like the Jays' offense at a plus 115. Happy to take them again. Uh, then we travel next game. We travel to Texas. The Angels are in town to face the Rangers. You get Shohei Otani on the bump, and he is minus 145. And for Texas, you get Dane Dunning, and you can get him at home plus 125. Total here, eight and a half. I'm actually on the first half, first five money line for the Angels. Of so basically half a run. Lang, and it's at minus 105. I think Otani can shut down Texas. Otani can shut down any team. So if he can shut down Texas for four or five innings, I don't love the Angels' offense, but all they got to do is put up a run or two, I think. Uh, I was looking at the first 
five under, but I think it's three and a half. So I don't really want to touch that um, for a team for a game total. So I'm on the Angels first five money line at minus one hundred five, and I'm on the total in the game uh, of under eight and a half. You can get that at minus one hundred five. Texas's lineup has uh, did really well against the Jays. Top half of their lineup is fantastic. Uh, you get basically Otani's a righty. You're starting Brad Miller, lefty. Marcus Semyon's a righty. Seager's a lefty. Mitch Garver, the catcher, is a righty. Nate Lowe's a lefty. Uh, Adelise Garcia is a righty. Calhoun, a lefty. Cole Calhoun, a lefty. Willie Calhoun, a lefty. And Jonah Helm is catching and a switch hitter. So I don't think there's a lineup that's going to do a lot of damage. You get some great pop at the top of the lineup for sure. They're top four and even Nate Lowe. Uh, but their bottom four are a little questionable, especially going against Otani. So I don't see them putting up a lot of runs early. Angels' bullpen's a little suspect after that, um, but I'm not sure they're going to be able to rack up a lot, a big number. And then the Angels' lineup is not that strong. So I'm not a huge believer in Dane Dunning here. Um, can he limit them to a couple runs? Maybe, but if Otani shuts them out early, there's your first five. And then halfway through the game, fairly low-scoring game. Both bullpens are a little shaky, but hopefully they can keep it under eight and a half. And I'm getting it at almost plus money, almost even money. It's at minus 105. So we're going to take the under eight in that game. Next game, we travel to what I think is the game of the night, San Diego. You've got the Atlanta Braves throwing their veteran righty, Charlie Morton. You can get them at minus 110. And the Padres are throwing their veteran uh, righty, Joe Musgrove. You can also get them at minus 110. So basically a pick and mirror. Total seven and a half. So clearly market uh, Vegas thinks this is going to be a pitcher's duel. And I would agree. So I think both pitchers are evenly matched. I don't think the average, the, the offenses are going to match. So I think Atlanta's a better hitting team. The Braves have struggled. Pardon me, the Padres have struggled. No Fernando Tatis Jr. And oddly enough, I mean, I thought they had a good lineup and I didn't think they'd be that affected by it, but they seem to. I know it's a short sample size this early in the season. But they seem to be struggling. So I'm on the Braves. Basically, their lineup, their their hitters to be better than San Diego. So minus, I actually got a minus 108 at FanDuel. Uh, taking Atlanta on the money line, minus 108 over the Braves tonight. Next game, we travel to Kansas City. The Tigers are in town. Casey Mize on the hill. The, the young righty for Detroit. You can get them at plus 110 against the old righty, veteran Zach Grinke. Home in Kansas City. You can get them at home, minus 130. Total here is 8.5. I'm not on this game. Um, I like Detroit, I guess, straight up, but Casey Mize is another one of those young pitchers who scares me a little bit. Uh, potentially a good career ahead of him, and that's what Detroit's banking on, these young guys coming through, but I, he hasn't done it yet. I know he's in Kansas City, not a great, powerful lineup, more of a uh, classic slap-and-dash, manufacture-runs type of lineup. However, I'm just not a fan of Casey Mize at this stage of his career. And Grinky is a very good pitcher. I was looking at his... Um, strikeout totals and maybe going under and I'm debating going under his outs total. So 16 and a half outs, you can get under that. So that's basically five and a third innings. And I think it was about minus 110 or minus 115. So I'm looking at that. Not sure yet. I, I just think he pitched, I think three innings or four innings in spring training. So here's a guy they brought in the veteran presence, good pitcher. I still think he has some left in the tank. He's not one to go long in games anymore. And I think of the guy who, you know, this should be late in his spring training where he'd probably be getting a four, maybe five innings anyways. So I wouldn't, I might pull the trigger on the Grinky under 16 and a half prop, under 16 and a half outs. Um, but right now I'm not on this game at all. Next game, second last game of the night, sees the Cubbies travel to Colorado. 
to face the Rockies. We've got lefty Justin Steele, young hurler for the Cubs, who pitched well in his opening game against Milwaukee. And you can get the Cubs at plus 105. And then we've got Kyle Freeland for Colorado. You can get at home them at home minus 125. The total here is somewhere between 11 and 11 and a half. Seems to bounce back, um, back and forth depending on what book you're looking at. Uh, the over, I see the over minus 105. The, sorry, the over... 11 and a half at minus 105, the under at minus 115. I'm actually on, I'm actually on neither total or neither team, but I'm on the Rockies team total of over five and a half. It's at minus 120. Still pitched well in his first game, but uh, he's basically a ground ball pitcher, not a big strikeout guy. He did face Milwaukee, five innings pitched. Five strikeouts, didn't give up a run, but Milwaukee's offense is really struggling this year so far. So I'm not sold that he is a great starter. And this is his first foray into Colorado. And we all know what can happen in Colorado. Lots of runs can be scored. So I'm on the Rockies. They are actually, uh, I know it's early, but they are the they have the second second best, third best batting average in baseball, 266, the fifth best on base percentage at 338, and the fourth best slugging at 428. Obviously, some of that helps playing in Colorado, but their bats have been hot. Is the moral of the story? Yes, they beat the Dodgers to open the series to open the season. Um, I think they won three or four from the Dodgers to open uh, their series, to open their season. So I'm on the Rockies team total over five and a half. I'm not sure who wins this game. I looked at the total of eleven and a half over. Um, maybe minus one five would consider that, but instead I decided I think the Rockies going to be able to score a few runs, and happy to take them. On the over five and a half. Final game of the night. See Cincinnati travel to LA to face the Dodgers. For the Redlings, you got ready Luis Sessa on the mound, and you can get them at plus two twenty five in the money line. And for the Dodgers, you got ready Walker Bueller. You can get them at minus two seventy five in the money line. Total here is eight and a half. I'm not on this game. Bueller clearly the better pitcher. Dodgers clearly the better team. But there's value when the money money line goes over two twenty five. I think there's value there. On, um, on the Reds. There's some. I see some notes that Cincinnati might not be starting Sessa. They might be starting San Martin, San Martin, and uh, Lefty. I don't really think that matters. I don't think it moves it one way or the other. But um, Dodgers have much better lineup for sure. Much better pitching, better bullpen. But a 225 on the money line, there might be some value there in Cincinnati. They're going to win a few games. And they've got some vets in the lineup. You, know, you go down their lineup. Jonathan India hitting leadoff had a really good year last year. Uh, Tyler Naquin had a good year. Um, he's a lefty, definitely a splits performer. So he's a lefty going against a righty Bueller. That helps. Tommy Pham is always a good professional hitter hitting third. Joey Votto's Joey Votto, and he's a lefty. He's been slowed down by lefty teams late in his career, but he's going against a righty. You've got Tyler Stevenson, catcher Nixon Zell, and then you've got Mike Moustakis as a lefty going against a righty Bueller hitting seventh. Then you've got Farmer and Fraley, the eight and nine hitters, who are, who are going to be a little bit of a weak link. But again, could they put up a few runs? I think they probably could. Are Dodgers going to win? Probably. But a 225, definitely some value there. So before we get to the ice, I'm going to take a quick break here from some of our sponsors, and we'll come back. Uh, I'll quickly run through the slate in hockey. It's a big slate. I've got a few same game parlays, parlays uh, but we'll be back in a minute. 
Welcome back. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. We hit the ice where there are 12 games in NHL. Big slate. Starting off in Tampa, we've got the Anaheim Ducks coming to town. Plus 275 in the money line. Tampa minus 350. The total here is six. Tampa's clearly a better team, but I can't lay 350 with anybody in the NHL these days straight up. Uh, so I'd maybe look to Tampa and under one tw- uh, under six at 120, but not touching that game. Next game sees Carolina travel. Pardon me, Detroit travel to Carolina. You can get the Red Wings at plus 290. You can get the Canes at minus 370. Same thing here. The Canes are clearly the better team. Total here is six and a half. A little too high for me. I see the Canes winning, but did they win 3-1, 4-1, 4-2? Probably. So I'm not going to touch that game. If anything, I'm going to lean to the under. The Islanders travel to Pittsburgh. You can get the Isles at plus 130 in the money line. You can get the Pens at minus 150. Total here is five and a half. The Pens have woken up a little bit lately after a little bit of a losing streak. And the Islanders are kind of, I think, riding up the streak at this point. I don't think they've been officially eliminated from the playoffs, but they're going to have a very tough time to get in there. So the Pens are probably the play, but not at minus 150. This game's closer than that. First game of the night that I am on sees Ottawa travel to Boston. You can get the Sens at plus 225 in the money line. You can get the Bruins at minus 275. Total here goals is six. And I'm going to take the Boston money line at minus 275 plus the over of six, which is minus 105. Sorry, the under of six, which is minus 115 for a plus 154 money line parlay. These guys have played, these teams have played three games this year. Bruins won all three, 3-2, three, 2-0, two, two and 3-2 in overtime. Now, the Bruins have lost two straight. As I've said many times in this show, when the calendar turned to January, they've found their stride, but lately they've struggled the last few games. So uh, this could be a close game, and that's kind of why I'm thinking under six. The Bruins looking to, looking to get the win, which they think should be an easy win, but I think the benefit of losing a couple is they realize this isn't a game they can overlook. They need to get back on the – on the winning side of the ledger here. So I think they play a good, solid, typical Bruins game, shut down defensively and keep it under six. So on the Bruins, minus 275, plus the under six for a parlay of plus 154. Next game, I'm also on you, St. Louis Blues, the red-hot St. Louis Blues. Travel to Buffalo. You get the Blues at minus 192 in the money line. You can get the Sabres at plus 167. Total goals of six and a half. I'm on the Blues. They have, in the last nine, they're 8-0-1, averaging... 4.67 4.67 goals for in that nine-game stretch, but only allowing 2.44 goals against. And these guys played once this year. The Blues won 5-3. So the Blues have turned things around, playing great defensively. But the Sabres, as I've said many times in the last couple weeks, are not giving up. They're out of the playoffs. Their season's over. They just got number one pick Owen Power in the lineup. They've got the youngest defense in the NHL. They've got three defense that I believe are 22 years old or younger. Uh, pardon me, four defense, uh, including their top two defensemen. So I think they're playing playing their hearts out. You know, everybody says, you know, this isn't the NBA where we're just going to rest rest everybody and throw a bunch of games. The Buffalo Sabres are going full speed. They're going full out. I think they can keep this game close. It's at home. Owen Powers debut in front of the front of the home crowd. I think the place will be hopping for a game that is basically what you would think would be nothing, but it's his debut. I see the Sabres keeping this close. They just beat Toronto and Toronto a couple days ago. 
And I think the Blues have been playing so well that they can pull out the road win and keep this game close and low scoring. So I'm on the Blues money line plus the under of six and a half for a same game parlay of plus 200. The next game that I'm also on, and I'm hoping this is a run and gun shootout from the 1980s. Washington Capitals travel to Toronto. You can get the Caps at plus 160 on the money line. You get the home Maple Leafs at minus 180. The total here is seven, and I don't like touching these, but what the hell. Let's have a little fun here tonight. Washington has won four straight. They're 13-4-1 in their last 18 games, so they're playing really well. Their last seven on the road, they're 6-0-1. I think they've won three of the last four in Toronto as well. Uh, these teams played once this year. The Leafs won 5-3, and the Leafs are flying. The Leafs are flying, but as always, they have goaltending uh, issues and not the greatest defense. So I'm hoping Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, and uh, Nylander, who's been playing really well lately, can continue their string, put up some goals, and Ovechkin and the boys can match them goal for goal. So I've got the Leafs at minus 180 on the money line, plus the over 7, which is actually juiced to plus 105, for a crazy high same-game parlay of plus 226. So let's have a little fun there. A few more games on the ice. We have Edmonton traveling to Nashville. You can get the Oilers at plus 105. The Preds at minus, two, minus 125 on the money line. Total here is six. Um, probably some nah, – I don't think there's value in the Oilers here. I mean, they're plus 105, but Nashville's just a better team, better at home, and not going to touch this game. Minnesota is in Dallas. You can get the Wild at minus 120. You can get the Stars at home, even money at plus 100. And I think there's some value there. Minnesota's playing well. Better team. Dallas hasn't been playing great lately, but the Stars are always tough at home. Total here is six, and I would lean to the under in what I think would be a close game. The probably worst game of the night has the San Jose Sharks traveling to Chicago. You can get the Sharks at minus 120. You get the Blackhawks at plus 100. Both these games, I don't think, both these teams, I don't think have won eight games. So someone's got to break that streak. Total here is six. I would lean to the under, and I'd probably lean to the Sharks, as crazy as that sounds. Minus 120 on the road. Uh, but I'm not touching this game. The under is six, you can get a minus 115. The over six, minus 105. I would lean to the under. The Devils travel to Colorado to play the Avalanche. You can get New Jersey at plus 225 in the money line. You can get the Avs at minus 275. Total here is six and a half. I would take the Avs at minus 275 and potentially the under of six and a half, although it's juiced to plus 110. Uh, the Avs are playing well, fairly healthy. Um, and I, I don't think there's going to be much stopping them from now until the end of the season. So they. But laying 275 is just too much to take up, to take straight up for me. Second last game of the night sees the Vegas, Vegas Golden Knights on the road in Calgary. You can get the Golden Knights at plus 130. You can get the Red Hot Flames at minus 150. Total here is six. I would take the Flames. They're playing well. Vegas is kind of limping along, hot and cold, hot and cold. And a total of six. Um, laying 150 for Calgary is just too much for me. And a total of six is kind of right where I see this game ending. So I don't really have a side on that. Final game sees Arizona travel to Vancouver. Arizona is plus 235 in the money line, and their season is over, and they're playing out the string. And the Canucks are scratching and clawing, trying to stay in a playoff race. I'm not sure they're going to get there, but you can get them at home, them at home minus 290 and a total of six. And I think the value here is on Arizona. I don't think they win, but a plus 235, that's a hell of a number uh, to catch in a game against the Canucks team who needs the win, and the Arizona Coyotes are going to play loose, and they don't. So there's probably some value in the in the Coyotes at plus 235, but not going to touch it. And the total of six, I would probably lean under, although that's juiced to 105. So three same-game parlays in the NHL. Seven game, including a prop or two in uh, MLB. 
Night off in the NBA. We're back at it tomorrow with two more play-in games. And then the playoffs get going in earnest on Saturday. Can't wait. I'm going to talk about that a little tomorrow. Maybe give some um, some series numbers that I like as well, including the Raptors. I think I like them against the 76ers in that series. And we're going to break down that. Going to break down a big baseball slate again tomorrow and some more hockey. Hope everybody enjoyed the show. Again, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's Doug underscore Reed 34. Please go to your podcast provider, rate and review the show. It would greatly help. And before I leave, a couple of quick notes from some sponsors of ours. Manscaped, if you go to manscaped.com and use code HOOPBALL20, that's two zero. When you check out, you get 20% off your order and free shipping. And also our pals at MyBookie. I think everybody should have multiple sports books to get the best lines. And I suggest going to mybookie.ag. Use the code HOOPBALL on the third page of sign-up to unlock deposit match bonuses there as well. So I hope everybody enjoyed the show. Hope you had some fun on the diamond or on the ice tonight. Cast a few tickets and come back tomorrow and we'll chat again. Have a great night, everyone.